0: Hey guys, it's time for Haggai. Yep. What'd you think of that? Was it pretty good? That was pretty good, Eric.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for doing that.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. I came up with that. I spent the whole night coming up with that.
1: We still have our token kiss here. Yep. Hey, we're day 263 and just uh, Haggai chapter one and two today. That's it. And we finished that book. Yeah. Yeah, just two chapters. We're going to
0: finish up Haggai today. What a great guy.
1: (laughs) Haggai. (laughs) What a Haggai. Haggai is a great guy. He's a Haggai. Yeah, he's a Haggai. He's a hack of a Hag guy. Haggai. He's <laughs> All right, we got to get started. Yeah. it's going to be a short one. Chill out everyone. Chill out.
0: All right. Haggai chapter 1. A call to rebuild the temple. On August 29th of the second year of King Darius's reign, the Lord gave a message through the prophet Haggai to Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest.
1: And this is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. The people are saying the time has not yet come to rebuild the house of the Lord.
0: Then the Lord sent this message through the prophet Haggai. Why are you living in luxurious houses while my house lies in ruins? Mm-hmm. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. Look at what's happening to you. You have planted much, you've planted much, but harvest little. You eat, but are not satisfied. You drink, but are still thirsty. You put on clothes, but cannot keep warm. Your wages disappear as though you were putting them in pockets filled with holes.
1: This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. Look at what's happening to you. Now go up into the hills, bring down timber, and rebuild my house. Then I'll take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. You hoped for rich harvest, but they were poor. And when you brought your harvest home, I blew it away. Why? Because my house lies in ruins, says the Lord of heaven's armies. While all of you are busy building your own fine houses, it's because of you that the heavens withhold the dew and the earth produced no crops. I have called for a drought on your fields and your hills, a drought to wither the grain and grapes and the olive trees and all your other crops, a drought to starve you and your livestock and to ruin everything that you've worked so hard to get.
0: Obedience to God's call. Then Zerubbabel, son of Shiltiel, and Jeshua, son of Jehoshadak, the high priest, and the whole remnant of God's people began to obey the message from the Lord their God. When they heard the words of the prophet Haggai, whom the Lord their God had sent, the people feared the Lord. Then Haggai, the Lord's messenger, gave the people this message from the Lord. I am with you, says the Lord.
1: So the Lord sparked the enthusiasm of Zerubbabel, son of Shiltiel, Governor Judah, and the enthusiasm of Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the enthusiasm of the whole remnant of God's people, they began to work on the house of their God, the Lord of Heaven's armies. On September the twenty-first of the second year of King
0: Darius's reign, today is September twentieth. Okay. That's awesome. So tomorrow, yeah, <laughs> tomorrow marks the yes twenty-fifth hundred. God, 2500 all these people just pitching in. Yeah, that was nice of them. Okay. One more chapter. Haggai chapter 2. You can do this. Come on. The new temple's diminished splendor. Then on October 17th of that same year, the Lord sent another message through the prophet Haggai. Mm -hmm. Say this to Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and to the remnant of God's people there in the land. Does anyone remember this house, this temple, in its former splendor? How, in comparison, does it look to you all now? It must seem like nothing at all. But now the Lord says, Be strong, Zerubbabel. Be strong, Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest. Be strong, all you people still left in the land. And now get to work, for I am with you, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. My spirit remains among you, just as I promised when you came out of Egypt. So do not be afraid.
1: For this is what the Lord of Heaven's armies says. In just a little while... I'll again shake the heavens and the earth, the oceans and the dry land. I'll shake all the nations, and the treasures of the nations will be brought to this temple. I will fill this place with glory, says the Lord of heaven's armies. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, says the Lord of heaven's armies. The future glory of this temple will be greater than its past glory, says the Lord of heaven's armies.
0: And in this place I will bring peace. I, the Lord of heaven's armies, have spoken. Blessings promised for obedience. On December 18th, of the second year of King Darius' reign, the Lord sent this message to the prophet Haggai. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. Ask the priest this question about the law. If one of you is carrying some meat from a holy sacrifice in his robes and his robe happens to brush against some bread or stew, wine or olive oil or any other kind of food, will it also become holy? Well, the
1: the police, the police, the priest replied saying
0: no. <laughs> then Haggai asked, if someone becomes ceremonially unclean by touching a dead person and then touches any of these foods, will that food be defiled? And the priest answered, yes. Then Haggai responded, this is how it is with the people and this nation, says the Lord. Everything they do and everything they offer is defiled by their sin. Look at what has happened... What look? What ha- was happening to you before you began to lay the foundation of the Lord's temple? When you hoped for a twenty bushel crop, you only harvested ten. When you expected to draw fifty gallons from the wine press, you found only twenty. I sent blight and mildew and hail to destroy everything you worked so hard to produce. Even so, you refused to return to me, says the Lord.
1: Think about the eighteenth day of December, the day when the foundation of the Lord's temple was laid. Think carefully. I'm giving you a promise now while the seed is still in the barn. You have not harvested your grain, and your grapevines, fig trees, pomegranates, and olive trees have not yet produced their crops. But from this day onward, I will bless
0: you. Promises for Zerubbabel. Hmm. On that same day, December 18th, the Lord sent this second message to Haggai. Tell Zerubbabel, the governor of Judah, that I am about to shake the heavens and the earth.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Oh, is it, does it keep going from there? It keeps going. From I've me. got a break in mind. you got a break. I will overthrow royal thrones and destroy the power of foreign kingdoms. I will overturn their chariots and riders. The horses will fall, and their riders will kill each other.
1: But when this happens, says the Lord of Heaven's armies, I will honor you. Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, my servant. I will make you like a signet ring on my finger, says the Lord, for I have chosen you. I, the Lord of Heaven's armies, have spoken. Okay, that's
0: our reading today. Haggai. Mm hmm. That guy, what a guy. That guy. Boom, ch- boom, 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 ch- oh, he's boom, got a theme song. It happens to be the same theme song as everyone else. Chip does his theme song. <laughs> oh, here we go. Anyway, Kay. instead of doing that for the next five minutes and then doing the Where's Jesus? That was so a segue. What, yes. Welcome back to the second half of our show. Thank you. Where we're going to answer mm-hmm. So What and Where's Jesus. Okay. K-chip. So, so what?
1: what? <laughs> Hi guy, what a guy! Hi guy. So he talked about the people like this temple needs to be rebuilt, and like they were just kind of like not not feeling it, not wanting to do it, and you know um, they're just not participating. So um, you basically ask why my house lies in ruins? Says the Lord of Heaven's Armies, with all you busy building your own fine houses. And so, you know, when we have the Lord's work to do, whatever that may be for you, you know, people put that off and they do their, they build their own fine houses or do their own things mm-hmm. so and, and stuff. And we see that in the pastor world all the time. And, yes, it is a big frustration for pastors to see people build their own work instead of God's work. And I mean, we should be. That should bother us, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. why are we doing this, you know? That, I mean, that's our goal is to see everybody building God's, so to speak, temple or doing his work on what he wants us to do. And so when we don't see people, when we see people doing their own thing and not God's thing and and it's frustrating. So it is. But I got to be honest, I do it as well. We all do it where we kind of like we focus in on our thing and we put off God's thing and, you know, God has a plan for us and a purpose for us and a calling for us. And really, it's the fine things, the little things of every, of every day. But there's also big career moves, too, that he might have for you. And it's always important to pay attention to that. He wanted the temple done. And he wants work done. And so I think so many times I was just telling, who was I telling this? Oh, my daughter. Okay. Yesterday, we were talking about something like this. She was on the couch, you know, and having a, you know, a moment. And I was just like, you know what? You got to be, you got to stay busy. You know, a lot of people, they just wait for the Lord and they do nothing, you know? And, and so it's important, do something, do something and do, do it all for him, whatever you're doing, but do something. And in that he will lead you to what he wants you to do specifically. Mm-hmm. But it's so many people think waiting on the Lord is just, I'm just going to wait. And then he's just going to throw something my way. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I see it. Yeah. But I'm doing nothing in the meantime. Right. And so, you know, do something. They're doing the wrong thing, but do the right thing. Get busy. And I love what he says here later. Be strong, all you people. Get to work. Many times we don't do what God wants us to do because of fear. But he says, you know what? Be strong. Get to work. And basically, you know, we know that he's walking through with us. And we're not alone when it comes to the call of God the will of God and the way of God he's with us through the Holy Spirit guiding us leading us every step of the way and it's scary sometimes to move ahead it's scary to get off the couch and to do God's work whatever that may be to do something for him because he's just you know what if I'm wasting my time what if it's not the right thing well you'll never know if you don't get off the couch and get doing something and he'll guide you and lead you through it and I've seen it in my life and I'm sure you've seen it and we all see it so mm-hmm. you know find out what God wants do it and, and just do something for him do everything for him and then he'll he'll clarify it he will he'll clarify it along the way but you gotta keep moving forward and get off the couch absolutely get off the yeah. couch Hi, we
0: have this idea of waiting being a passive thing passive I was just at the DMV two days ago oh the waiting is not a passive thing no you know you don't sit in the chair and just stare at the wall right You don't just sit there. Now, everybody, you sit down, what's the very first thing you do? Pull out your phone. Instantly. Phone's out, and I'm doing all kinds of things. Sometimes, you can be very productive. Yeah. You know? Sometimes, you're checking emails. You're sending texts. You're, you know, like, you're being productive. Sometimes, you pull out your phone, and you're cruising socials and not being productive. Yeah. But no matter what, waiting is not passive. No matter what. We are active when we wait. Mm. No matter what. Okay. So... Mm. This is what the Lord of Heaven's armies says. This is Haggai 2 verse 6. In just a little while, I will again shake the heavens and the earth, the oceans and the dry land. I will shake all the nations and the treasures of all the temples will be brought to this temple. I will fill this place with glory, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. Then in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 25. Be careful that you do not refuse to listen to the one who is speaking. For if the people of Israel did not escape when they refused to listen to Moses, the earthly messenger, we will certainly not escape if we reject the one who speaks to us from heaven. When God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth. But now he makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that all of creation will be shaken and removed so that only unshakable things will remain. Since we are living in a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with holy fear and awe, for our God is a devouring fire." So the shaking of the world that Haggai is describing to Zerubbabel is the coming of Christ and I, I believe the second coming of Christ, like the bigger coming, the consummation of this kingdom. Regardless. The the author of Hebrews fleshes this text out to mean basically this. If you're not in Christ, when God shakes the earth, hmm. you will be shaken too, and you will fall apart. And so that's why I think it's the final judgment. But regardless, if you're not in the kingdom of God through what Christ has done for us, then yeah. this is not a good promise. No. To Zerubbabel, this is a good promise. He's going to shake up the world and, and bring glory to the temple. Hmm. To us, it's a good promise. He's gonna shake up the world and be done with the evil around us. Mm. But if you're outside of that kingdom, you're in a bad spot. Mm. It's time to change that. So time to change. Okay, that's Jesus in the text today. Today's a good day to change. Yeah. Today is a good day to change. You can change it today. All from the book of Haggai. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. You guys have a great day. We're going to see you tomorrow. We're in a new book tomorrow. Zechariah. Zechariah.
0: Wow, lots of chapters <laughs> yeah. of Zechariah, too. Is that why wait. you paused? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little have bit. A look at that. All right, we'll see you in a minute.